At first, when we started, we didn't have any idea about any of these things that we're talking about today. It was just us diving in, kind of one foot in, one foot out, just like testing the waters. Yeah, we we had no idea. The only thing I knew how to do was reach out to guys <laughs> to ask if they'd work with Kayla. Fellas, you're going to have to be comfortable with this, and, and women, you're going to have to be comfortable with this too. In a normal world of a couple, if a guy got a message from a girl, it's like, hey, basically, I want to sleep with you next month. Can your wife join us? Oh, red flag. That's going to happen a lot in this industry. Welcome to the Uncensored Podcast. Welcome the Uncensored Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Uncensored Podcast. So today Jackson and I are touching base about how couples start in the adult industry. We've gotten a lot of questions over the last couple of months in terms of like how do I do it, where do I start, how do I go about things. So pretty much in our episode today we're breaking it down on how we do things and I guess hoping to give you guys a bit of an insight and help you guys out. Yeah, yeah, I think that's perfect. You know, a lot of the, you guys who listen to this, you're probably those that, that do slide into the inbox and sort of ask, hey, what do we do? How do we do it? And I thought it, there's no real simple answer I can write you in a message back. So Kayla and I had breakfast this morning and we sort of dot pointed the exact steps we took now that we're a bit more experienced as to, you know, if you guys do want to start, how you can go about it. I guess without making, you're going to make mistakes, but without making the mistakes that, you know, we made and other couples have made. So hopefully this is a bit of an insight for you guys. So take us away, darling. Beautiful. So obviously keeping in mind each couple and each individual goes about this their own way, but this is kind of just on how we've built ourselves in like in the last year and a half. So pretty much, I guess, first things first, you want to sit down with your partner and you kind of really want to have a conversation in terms of what direction you're wanting to head in. You need to kind of figure out, I guess, your boundaries with each other. All right. So realistically, you need to sit down with your partner first and you really need to have a deep conversation in terms of boundaries at first. I guess you need to set rules and expectations and whatnot as to what you're both comfortable doing as a couple. Yeah. Yeah. I guess the, the, the biggest thing is, and, and, you know, Kayla and I may have disagreements on this line, you know, with, with where we see it, but we're just going to be very cutthroat. I think the easiest thing is if you want to get rich quick scheme, this is obviously not going to be for you unless you come into this with a massive following already and you can sort of, you know, trick people into certain things, but that's not going to, that's not going to last long term. It's not going to bring you in, you know, consistent sales. So it's just really that, you know, st- yeah, step one, you know, what Kayla and I did at the start was we had a slight advantage because obviously you heard in our story at the start, you know, a few episodes ago, I had the stroke. So I, I wasn't sexually capable of doing anything so it was a bit easier for me to be like well just go and do that because then you get your fix but at the same time we can build a business from it so it's not the generic start most people are going to have but at the same time you've got to you've got to nut out what your boundaries are to prevent the arguing you know Kayla and I haven't really had any arguments through this entire OnlyFans experience because we've both we know what you can and can't do it's just pretty much don't fall in love with someone yeah I mean that (laughs) certainly helps you know I personally think now, I know some people do make a great income shooting, you know, solo content or just doing stuff with themselves, but I think that market's very, very limited. So I think if you are a couple and you're going to have a, a conversation about it, you need to become comfortable with understanding you are going to work with other people. Personally, I think I know there are people that do well, but I don't know many who do well shooting solo stuff. Or if you're just a couple and all you do is shoot with each other, put yourself in a biased perspective, right? If you walked into whatever your favorite story is, say for me, it's cold. Culture Kings, right? And Culture Kings had the same pair of Nike shoes every single month. Maybe they just put a little bit of blue one month, a little bit of red the one month, you know, a bit of green the month after, but it's always the same shoe. How many times am I going to buy that shoe, right? It's the same analogy when it comes to this is why would people keep paying for you and your, like if Kayla and I only shop with each other, how many different things could we really do 
to make it more into, like we're asking for you to pay for this right and so like the couch the bed like the shower like eventually it gets to the point where it still all looks the exact same and so it does become boring and so this is where i say if you are a couple and you want to do it seriously start like that but you are going to have to have a conversation around we're going to work with other people we're going to start with other people together maybe do a threesome together branch out do scenes like that i know it was uncomfortable for kayla when she first started i shot my first scene with another woman kayla was unconditioned to that even though she'd shot at that point what probably 10 15 scenes by yourself oh no no try like 50 okay there you go that's how that's how advanced (laughs) kayla was in this business before my body you know came back to normal functionality but she was still uncomfortable with me shooting because it was new so we started with like a threesome scene and then i would work with the girl solo after the threesome scene and kayla would go get a coffee and you got to work out with you guys what's going to work the easiest way and just ease into it until you get that comfortability so that would be the first thing that we'd like to touch on if you're a couple in this have the conversation about comfortable touching base on that i guess there's a little story around being a couple and shooting just by yourselves good friends of ours we met them like a year ago now they were just shooting on their own as in like just couple stuff that's all they did and they were still doing fine but I guess once they started I guess being around us and seeing us being comfortable shooting with other people they kind of opened up themselves to shoot with other people and now they're doing absolutely incredible it's just kind of broadened them hasn't it yeah, yeah, their business is 100% 10x, and, and, you know, we'll, I'll, I'll take it. At least two, two of those 10x's are, you know, credit to us because we did help them get comfortable with that. But, yeah, they had, they had a business that was running quite well for two years, but it was just them. And it kind of, when you're in that bubble, you don't really know if it's exciting or not, and then it came for them hanging out with us, and maybe we provide feedback and, and receive feedback for them. It, it just goes back to the old point of there's only so much of the same product you can sell before people get bored. Only fans, there's tens of thousands of creators, right? Why would I want to keep watching the same company every single night and get myself excited when I could flick over here and watch all these diverse people right and so you have to think if you're going to turn into a creator you have to be a buyer at the same time because if you're going to create something you have to also think from a buyer's perspective am I wasting my time or am I going to create something that people actually want and it can sustain for a long period of time because you're not going to get rich in the first six months. Our first six months, we probably made a couple thousand dollars realistically. And then, uh, you know, the following six months, it was like 10x what it was because... But that's also because in those first, I, I guess, six months or just under, it was just me. Yeah. I was just doing solo stuff. We yeah. kind of hadn't really had that conversation in terms of like shooting with other people at that stage. Yeah, no, and, and this is the funny thing for Kayla and I. We've been together, what, 15 years before we started OnlyFans and we'd never had a real threesome or anything. Like we'd been very – No, no, we, we've never had a threesome. What, in not, our personal not, life? Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean. Not, like, yeah. not a real one, like never. Yeah, you know, I don't know why I said real. I think because when you shoot versus the real life, they're like – it's different when you bring a girl home from a club versus when you like organize it. So I guess we'd never done anything outside of each other. So it was a big, and there's a lot of couples on here that are going to be like that. And you're allowed to face that discomfort. And this, I guess this is why this podcast, this particular episode is for you to listen to and have that conversation and, and we'll break it down. We're going to, we're obviously going to go through the emotional side of things first and then break it down from a business thing because I got a message from a guy the other day and I had to heal his entire social media back. So just to give you an idea of this episode, it's going to go really into everything that you need to create in order to go from where you are right now having no idea to an established creator where people actually reach out to you. So I think that's probably that's pretty enough on, on, on that initial mindset around people. Yeah. Why don't we why don't we take it into So I business? guess All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna take a quick break. And if you're enjoying yourself, which I'm sure you are Locate that subscribe button because there is plenty more juice coming your way. 
what you need to do from here is like it's finding your niche market finding what works for you if you already do have social media like obviously Instagram Facebook you need to figure out your niche market so I guess what works for you and I guess what works for your current fans if you do have a fan base because obviously there's thousands of people who do only fans so it's like what is going to make you stand out as opposed to the other thousands of girls in the world that do it would you agree yeah, yeah, and we didn't have a following, and this is where it comes. I think you're an adva- you're at an advantage for a long term business if you don't have a following. I, I've seen some girls that make a lot of money really quickly because they have a following, but it, it dies fast. So I guess it depends on if you if you want to you know get rich quick, you know make, make fifty grand in your first six months, happy days, high five because you can sell some boobs to your high market, or you can you can build an actual brand. And when when we first what was your following? You were just over a thousand people. No, just under. So for example, like Instagram, I had like nine hundred and something followers on Instagram. So I came into the OnlyFans industry with no social media presence whatsoever. So like you don't need to have half a million followers on social media to make money. It's just making yourself different compared to the other people who already do it. So it's just finding like finding your own style. Yeah, and you you've grown that. What what are you just under thirty thousand now or something? Yeah, just just about almost thirty thousand. Right, and and we're we're just over twelve months in the industry, guys. Maybe thirteen months now. So you think in a thirteen month period, Kayla's grown, uh, you know, almost a twenty eight, twenty nine thousand person network around the world just because of this, right? But we also hit it with the ground running. We didn't sit there and be like, let's dabble in our toes, let's just shoot a few little cute ones of us. We were just like, fuck it, let's drive straight in, let's find the best creators in the Gold Coast, let's see if we can shoot with them. Fortunately for us, we we put ourselves in a position where even though we didn't have big social media followings before we started we were still present on our social media which means if you're a creator people are still they're still going to go to your page and they want to know what do you look like do you show up because there has to be a reciprocative value on both sides right you've got it's, it's it's the old school like some of the five right i won't go into that particular law but what you have to think of if, if you're a brand new creator and you want to reach out to kayla and i you have to understand the flip of that is we also have to see value in you to want to know if we want to work with you. It's not just you being like, I'm a new creator, I'll bounce off Jackson and Kayla's network and I'll work with them. It, it doesn't serve us any purpose if you have one photo on your Instagram with two likes and you don't do any marketing and branding. That serves us no purpose. So if you want creators that have somewhat of a network and a connection to advance you, you have to bring somewhat of a value to them. And that obviously comes in, now I don't want to be materialistic here, but if you portray yourself to look nicer, you are going to get more responses and I don't mean that as in like like you're ugly you don't get jobs that that's not what I'm trying to say what I am saying is it does make a difference if you do showcase what you look like because this is a this is a business where we sell we sell visuals right and so how you have your Instagram, your Facebook, your Twitter, your, your TikTok, whatever platform you want to bounce off, I'd probably recommend all of them minus Facebook because Facebook's a bit more family-friendly. You keep that shit separate for them. But showcase who you are, what you look like. I'll use an example. I had a guy reach out to me about a week ago. My girlfriend and I, we want to get into it. We love watching you and Kayla, blah, blah, blah. I went straight to his profile. He had seven photos. Number one, you need to build that fast. Number two, there wasn't a single photo of them together. So we don't know what they look like. So how do I know what I'm shooting with? If I'm a fan, how do I know what I'm watching? Do I even find both of you attractive? All those things have to become the forefront. You have to think about these things before you even want to reach out to someone. Because like I said, the reciprocative value has to be there. If we are going to give you exposure to thousands of people by putting you on a story or a video, you have to bring something in return for us. Otherwise, why is it worth our time? Yeah, like you you need to take your social media seriously. It is your marketing. It's your biggest marketing tool. 
Um, and like we touched on in terms of like platforms, like don't just limit yourself to OnlyFans because it's hard, I guess, to build your OnlyFans if you're just promoting on OnlyFans. Like you've got these days, you've got Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, um, you've got Pornhub if you want to go down that avenue, you've got many vids, you've got Reddit, you've got Facebook, I guess, if you want to more so put like your reels on like the video section, like there are so many platforms that you can market yourself on, but it's something you've got to do on a consistent basis. You can't just once a week jump onto that, onto those platforms, post a photo, post a video and go, yep, I'm going to kill it. Like it's a day-to-day basis, multiple times a day. You've got to be scheduling in your content and you've got to be keeping it relevant. Like I said, you can't just bounce in and out every now and again and hope to build yourself to a presence where you want to be at. Yeah, it's an old school saying I learned many, many moons ago in business that if you treat something like a profession, it'll pay you like a profession. If you treat it like a hobby, it pays you like a hobby. And this is no different. This is, whilst it's a very easy full-time job compared to other full-time jobs you know, people have had or we've had in the past, it still does require your attention. It's still you, you are marketing, right? You know, the, the top industries in the world, they market, they pay for marketing. Fortunately, in this industry, we don't need to pay for marketing, right? We can bounce off each other because we're all here. To, there's, there's enough room for everybody to grow. And so if we, if we fold it back to finding your niche market, this is the part I feel like a lot of people are going to get confused on because you can, you can fall into overthought here. There's a, it's very easy to be like, uh, what's my niche? And I start breaking down 100,000 things and I get confused because what your niche is. If someone came to us and said, what's our niche? We don't really have – like our niche would just be – just a cheating couple, right? Like that's, that's yeah. Like we play the roles of like I'm the cheating wife and Jackson's the vengeful husband who's getting, I guess, like revenge back on me. Mm. But at first, when we started, because I guess we didn't have any idea about any of these things that we're talking about today. It was just us diving in, kind of one foot in, one foot out, just like testing the waters, and it, everything was kind of all over the shop for us. Did you like? Did you figure that? Like, find that out? Yeah, we we had no idea. The only thing I knew how to do was reach out to guys to ask if they'd work with Kayla, right? Where, and this is, fellas, you're going to have to be comfortable with this, and and women, you're going to have to be comfortable with this too. Like sometimes I'll get. I had a, a a girl in my DMs, you know, two weeks ago. We haven't worked together yet. We've organised a shoot for for May. She literally slides in, hey, can I work with you like next month, right? In a normal world of a couple, if a guy got a message from a girl, it's like, hey, basically I want to sleep with you next month. Can your wife join us? Oh, red flag. That's going to happen a lot in this industry. So get comfortable. The amount of guys are in Kayla's DMs, 90% of them are just complete idiots that are just hoping for something free. But then there are ones that want to, you know, build a business from it. And so that's that. if you're a couple, you're not used to that, right? Because when a guy or a girl slides into your DMs, you get defensive. Who's that? What do they want? In this particular industry, you're going to have people reach out and be like, can I sleep with you? And you're going to do the same thing. I reach out to girls like, hey, you want to work? Like, it's 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 again, it comes back to that comfortability. And if you've had that chat at the start, there's no need to have your guard up. You just need to really understand that. And so pick your niche based on you know, you might have to play around with two or three or four different ideas. For us, it was just very simple. I had the stroke. I couldn't do anything. Kayla went on a rant, shot with about 50 people so I could build the image. No, 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 no. 50 scenes, 50 not 50 scenes. people. Sorry, Calm sorry. down there, mate. 50 scenes. <laughs> so it was easy for me to be like, I'm going to get revenge, right? Like you, you paint the picture. Fuck this bitch. I'm getting my revenge. She's had all this fun. I've had nothing. I'm getting out there and having my fun. And that was kind of how it played out. And we've still to this day – not shot a scene with each other, right? Because for us, keeping what you guys, this is for the couples only out there. You need to keep 
something for you guys at home because if you shoot scenes with each other the same as you shoot collaborations everything morphs into one and you don't really have anything that allows you to differentiate yourself and so for us if we shot a scene together i wouldn't hold a straight face i would start laughing i would feel like the biggest dick if kayla started making noises and talking to me how she wouldn't like it just wouldn't work i would just be like what is happening right now so but you got to remember in saying that like that's what works for us correct there are 10 times more couples who shoot with themselves and with other people and that works perfect for them. Yeah. They make up keep other things to themselves. So just between like us, that's what works for us. Not saying that's what's right or wrong. That's just us personally. Just keep that in mind. Correct. Yeah. And it's, it's, again, it comes back to something you need to think about because if you guys are going to take this seriously as a couple, you want to have all these things nutted down so that it doesn't ever get to a point where you're left angry, you're left jealous, you're thinking about things. For us, it was just we're not going to shoot together. on That allows us to shoot our scenes, have the time with each other, the time with each other is a different level of emotional connection than you would build on camera and that allows us to flow into this smoothly without the conversations and the fears that most people or couples might fall into. Beautiful. So I guess next kind of avenue would be it's planning. Like you can't just wake up and on your day-to-day weekly basis just be like, all right, so what am I going to do? Like what a lot of people don't realise is the planning that goes in behind the scenes. Like you've got to think of content. You've got to, if you're working with other people, you've got to pick your people that you're working with. You've got to figure out what you're shooting and then you've got to schedule it in and then you've got to edit it. Like there's so much more that goes into actually planning. Give them a rundown on on, on your day. So for example, now obviously Kayla's way more advanced than where she was, but give give them a quick run. We're very fortunate now we have a PA that, that helps us. He's amazing. But before the PA started... What would it? What would you do on a, on a daily basis around like this? on a shoot day? Just in general for your planning, right? Like if someone's going to say, "What do you mean, Kayla? What am I? What am I planning? What are you? You've forward thought Instagram posts, Twitter posts. You've already messaged people in advance for shoots next month, right? Like, give me a bit of a rundown on what kind of planning they would need to do. All right. So pretty much like if I was on my own and I didn't have my PA, it would be jumping onto. So on a daily basis, multiple times a day, I'm on every single social media platform that I have. Like I mentioned before, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, you name it. I'm on every single day, I guess, posting, sending out messages, um, replying to things, just engaging with um, with fans and whatnot. And then on the backside of things, like in terms of creating content, let's say if I was planning content with someone or a couple or whatever it was next week, it's okay. So I'm reaching out to XYZ. Um, I need to figure out, okay, so what type of scene do we want to shoot? Where do we want to shoot it? How do we want to shoot it? What are we going to wear? Like there's so much more. It's not just you rock up to a shoot with someone and you have sex. Like it's <laughs> – yes, it is that, but no, it's not at the same time. You need to have, I guess – there needs to be more around it. Well, it's, it's the marketing, right? It comes down to if you just shoot a scene, all you've got to release is the scene, right? So you've got to think in advance, well, cool, who am I shooting it with? What's their niche market? How do I morph it together, right? So if I'm six foot six, right, sometimes I might have girls reach out and shoot and they're five foot. And so when we take a photo together, it looks like some dysmorphia type shit because I'm just like Godzilla next to an ant. And that works for some people's niches, right? They Because in their mind, it's the girls getting dominated, right? You might have two blondes. You might have two girls that are blonde hair, black hair. You, you need to 
for this whole thing is a, you're you're a marketing expert, right? So you need to forward think what's going to look good, what's going to work. You know, you shoot your TikToks, you take your Instagram photos, you take your Twitter photos. For those of you that aren't too familiar with Twitter, Twitter allows you to post whatever you want. So you would take a, a clothes photo for an Instagram, you know, marketing promo with what's coming. But Twitter, you can do it with your clothes off. You can put dick in hand. You can do what you want as heavy as you want because that also allows you to have an international market that can see a little more. So all these social medias, I, we would advise get a link tree, right? It's free. Go and get a link tree. You can put like 10 different website links on that. You can have it all attached to your social media. So People can find you everywhere. No matter what platform of ours people are watching or listening to us on, they can find every other platform there. And other platforms allow different gradients in a sense of what you can post and what you can't post. And so you're always thinking clothes photos, no clothes photos, TikToks, funny TikToks. Then you shoot your scenes. You can have bloopers. Like all of this has to come in advance. And with reaching out to collaborators, guys, like – you, you, you really want to be a month or so in advance. Like I said earlier, we've got people that have already reached out. We've already got two or three shoots lined up, I believe, for the end of April or early May. And that's set up now. And so you already can forward think that in advance. You know, you've got to work out, are you going to shoot professional photography? Are you going to shoot POV? Are you going to shoot with a tripod, right? Homemade sort of style in the scene. This then all folds back to what your brand is. So Kayla shoots more professional stuff. I've shot one professional scene uh, since starting, whereas Kayla's shot many professional scenes, right? She's done scenes for Brazzers and Pornhub and like no, all the, not for them, sorry, like like marketed, you know what I mean, marketed in that aspect of things. As I've done 90% of my stuff just on a tripod as a homemade, you know, come home after a Saturday night at the bar type of scene. And so all these things have to be thought of in a sense of how you want the visual aspect of things to go. So we are nearly finished this episode. And just like you, I don't want our time together to come to an end. But the good news is, it doesn't have to. Because if you think I'm uncensored here, imagine what I get up to on my OnlyFans. Hit the link below and I will see you in there. Have fun. Correct. And you also need to be maintaining your presence. Like I kind of touched base on before, you can't just jump onto your platforms once a week and do your post or your story. Like on a day-to-day basis, you need to be present. You need to be keeping that content up because if you're kind of just dabbing in and out every now and again, I guess as a fan or as a potential fan that wants to subscribe to your platforms, like how are they going to want to stick around when you're kind of just in and out every now and again? So like give or take, like let's say on a day-to-day basis on our OnlyFans, like we'll post two, maybe three times a day. We're sending out messages maybe every second day. So I guess fans are always getting new content and always getting updated things from us. It's not just every third day they get a photo. Yeah, because you've got you to put yourself in their shoes again, right? Whilst you're the creator, also try and be the buyer. If, if you're asking somebody to pay $10 a month to be on your platform, and they don't get access to you. They barely see what you're posting. You know, then you're going, here's a video, pay more, which is fine. But why would a fan want to do that? It all comes down to value, right? Money is just an exchange of value. I will pay for something if I feel like I'm getting the value for it. And so the value for it just comes down to you guys. Remember, you're, you're a real person. Why OnlyFans is successful in comparison to should, should someone go and watch a Brazzers scene or a Pornhub scene, whilst the spectacle of that is phenomenal, we all know it's scripted. We don't know if they're enjoying each other. We don't know if they hate each other. It's all scripted. We all know that. So in the OnlyFans world, you're getting real people shoot real scenes. So you know it's more enjoyable. You know there's more of a connection. You know it's them creating it. So because you're giving them that aspect, 
you have to understand that they're going to want to pay for that aspect. You have to give them the personality side of you as well, which means have conversations with them, talk to them, show them the real life thing. And this is where the presence on other social media platforms is so important. Whilst Kayla's fans might love watching her shoot OnlyFans, it's just as exciting for someone to then go, what's Kayla doing on her day-to-day basis, right? For me, it's fine. Like, like let's just say I've got a crush on Margot Robbie when she shot Wolf of Wall Street, right? Hottest thing on planet Earth. If I got the chance to then watch her in a personal aspect and see what she's doing, you know, in a day-to-day basis and she's talking back to me and then I get to go and watch her shoot a scene, that's so engaging and fun for me. And so you're doing that for other people. You have to think about what else they want to see in a real-life aspect. It's not all – they want to see the real you, not the filtered – version that they know they're getting here there and everywhere they want to see who you are behind the scenes and what else you do yeah exactly it's like when you do post like on your instagram which i guess to an extent is your personal stuff like keep it like keep it real keep it raw like everything doesn't have to be professional photo shoots and filter this and filter that like we went out to breakfast this morning we took a photo of our breakfast um our buggy ride to and from breakfast, like little things like that. Not everything has to be related around your OnlyFans business. So like just try to try to broaden things. Like not every single story that people want to see on your Instagram, like I said, it doesn't have to be around sex. It can be just being you. And then just every now and again, you're just filtering in by marketing yourself with OnlyFans. And, and these play a big role when it comes to collaborations too. So, so when you start, You've got to take a chance and reach out to some established creators because you you know you you want to get yourself seen by a bigger market early. It's it's definitely going to help that if you go and shoot with three starting brand new people and and you all shoot together. It's going to be difficult to boom out, right? And so if you're going to re- like, I literally the first people I reached out to was Dale, uh, Robbie, you know, a few other people, uh, Apollo and Eden. There was all these people that like I didn't know from a bar. Sorry, I'd heard of Dale through the grapevine because when you're a guy and, and you see guys doing that i'm like man that's cool what's going on there so you heard of people but never thought in a different aspect so i just reached out to those straight away i was like this is what kayla looks like we're brand new i can't do anything because of these particular reasons we want to go serious you know here's here's our thing we sat down and we actually had a coffee with 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 dale before we did any first shoot which i think was amazing because he's so established and so successful that well why would he want to work with kayla and i we have at this point when we went that coffee with dale we had nothing no videos up, no photos, no Instagram presence, no Twitter presence. We offered nothing for Dale in a sense of he shoots with us. It's huge for our exposure, but we couldn't really give Dale anything in return except for a girl that looked attractive, was you know knew what she was doing in that particular area and was committed to, you know, to doing a good scene. And the fact that Kayla was – we had that conversation. She went into that scene. She wasn't timid. She didn't hold back. She provided a quality scene. It then allowed Dale to be like, she's a creator who takes it seriously. The husband's there in the background supporting. And then they've gone on to shoot. Well, you've probably shot 10 plus scenes with Dale, right? Mm, and Dale, yeah. Dale's, you know, he, he's he's the big dog of the country, right? And so it's it's earning that level of respect from people that, that already have it. And so whilst you want to shoot your scenes with people of your own level just to get content out there, I still urge you reach out to creators and ask them, you know, successful creators, because there are you probably nail half of them that want to shoot with you. You just have to make sure before you reach out to them, have your social media set up, have branding set up, so you know we or people higher than us can see it and go, all right, I trust these people are serious. I'll give them a go and I'll work with them. So that's pretty much, I guess, how we do it 
in our way. Like I've said multiple times, keeping in mind every couple, every individual is going to do things all in a completely different way. But this is what has helped us get to the point of where we are today and build our um, OnlyFans as to where it is. Yeah, and please don't have the headspace of it doesn't work. If I don't make six figures in my first year, I'm going to quit. There's equal chance you will and equal chance you won't. And so this is a longevity thing. This is, you know, you know the, the industry of porn has been around for decades. It's not dying anytime soon. But you have to just understand it is branding, right? McDonald's didn't become McDonald's. Coca-Cola didn't become coca Like with the click of a finger. that you, You've got to brand yourself. You've got to market yourself. Right place, right time, right you. All of it just comes down to timing. It comes down to, you know, your comfortability. It comes down to your conversations. It comes down to your level of effort in marketing. Money makes money. So I don't advise you go get a PA straight away, but I would advise once you have something up and start, it definitely, definitely helps. You know, Kayla and I are bringing in someone external to help us provide us feedback from the vision that we don't see because when we shoot, we don't watch each other's stuff, right? It's, it's weird and awkward. I haven't re-watched one of my own scenes ever. I don't know if you've watched many of yours. Nope. <laughs> it's like whilst it's fun shooting it, it's hell awkward to re-watch. Kayla will create little snippets while we're laying in bed to put on Twitter. And as soon as I hear myself, I'm like, shut the fuck up. I don't want to know what's going on. It's just weird. So you bring in someone who doesn't have that emotional connection to your scenes and they can see things in a light that you don't see. Right. So now I'm talking you're six months into your business right now. This is where you and your partner have the conversations. You've got 30, 40 scenes. You've got your social medias flowing. You start having conversations, right? Kayla and I have shot with uh, Kayla. It's our business. So I pretend it's me. Kayla's shot with, you know, professional, you know, American creators. We've got talks with other American and European creators of the higher, higher levels that want to do collaborations. And so now you get to expand from Australia into the international spectrum and God knows what your, what your reach is from there. And that's the kind of fun part for you new guys as a couple is whilst you work with your locals and you do a few tours, you, you know, you might tour different states of Australia or people tour and you definitely want them to reach out to you. It then expands into the world aspect where all of a sudden Kayla's working with guys that I watched 10 years ago with, with girls. I got the opportunity to shoot with girls that I've got on my little list of friends. And so you just, you never know where it's going to open up. And I think you guys need to have that, that fun progressing along the way. But I would always advise bringing in third party help to help see things how you can't. Yeah, I think that's, I think there, yeah, that's good. That's enough of what I guess works for us. Yeah. Hopefully you guys can peel anything out of that that's going to work for you. Uh, apply it, go hard, and uh, you know, hopefully we hear from you guys in the future. Perfect. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure wherever you're listening from, you hit that like, subscribe, and review button, and we'll see you next time.